The Bible spoke about Jonah. God had a desire to visit Nineveh. And he asked Jonah, I want you to go to Nineveh. I want you to bring about a change there. Their cry has come up to me. Go to Nineveh. But Jonah began to battle with God. Jonah began to fight with God. Most of the times, God's plans, desires, and his instructions may not look palatable. They may not look like something that is in vogue. They may not look like something that you will like or something that... Some of the times, your friends will even laugh at it because when Noah was building that ark, everyone was mocking at him because it looked stupid. Most times, God's instructions do not align with what you want to do. Some of the times, God's instruction does not align with what you have already prepared. Go back to the drawing table and ask the Lord. Because when Jonah began to fight, he took money, the money God gave him, and he took a ferry going to Tashi instead of Nineveh. That was a hot battle. God began to chase Jonah. God began to his spirit began to talk Jonah. Everything happening in the ship was an indication that God was battling with Jonah, telling him, this is where I want you to go. We are going somewhere else. And then finally, Jonah said, Lord, I give up. I refuse to win this battle. He told them, throw me into the sea. Because, <laughs> well, some preachers have already said, that that move of Jonah was to still refuse to obey God because he believed when he was thrown into the water, he would die. And then that would be the end. He was that damn he didn't want to obey God. Some of you prefer to die than to obey God. And a lot of people have died disobeying God. Entering a vessel, charting a course and a path that God has prohibited you from going. But at the end, I thank God for Jonah because he did not win the battle. I want you to pray with me too. Oh God, may I not win. When your Holy Ghost is talking to me, when you are directing, when you are leading me, when you have another plan for me than the plan I have for myself, may I not win. When you are talking me, instructing me, pleading with me, by your soft, still, gentle voice, may I not be so adamant, hard, Good morning and God bless you. My name is Raphael Agadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. This is fire for today. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, let your hand rest upon your people. Everyone listen to me now. Everyone under the sound of my voice. Let the power of God touch them. Bringing help, healing, deliverance, hope and transformation. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for you that today becomes your lifting. I pray for you in the name of Jesus Christ that the hand of God positions you strategically for what he wants to do in your life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I'll be talking this morning on the topic, the battle you must not win. The battle you must not win. I began to see in the book of Numbers, in the book of Numbers, Chapter 22, I began to read from verse 1. The Bible was speaking about a man called Balaam. But before I read that scripture, I want to tell you a very brief story. There used to be this man who always comes to the market square with two dogs for a wrestling. 
and people will bet their money on either of the dogs to decide which of them will win. If the dog you bet on, you put your bet on wins, then you get some more money. Uh, so, the first day when this man came, people placed their bets on one of the dogs. And that dog won. The next day, they felt that same dog will win. So they placed their bet on that dog again, but it lost. And it continued like that and they began to lose their money. One young boy went to meet the man and say, tell me the secret. And the man said to him, it's not about the dog that you place your bet on. It's about the dog that I feed. When I want a dog to win, I will feed it. And the one I want to lose, three days before the game, I will starve it so it will be weak. In your life, there are always battles. In your mind, there's a battle. The battle of the mind. And scripture has told us that there's constant battle between the spirit and the flesh. Who will gain preeminence? Who will take complete charge? So there's war constantly on your soul. War to take dominion dominion to take dominance and so because of this war and this battle it is very very important to know how to win it's important to know how to win so literally as a believer you must allow the Holy Ghost win over your flesh win over your desires win over your uh, ambitions so then what is the battle that you are not supposed to win the bible says that a king came to Balaam the prophet and he needed him to accompany him to go and curse a particular people who have come out of Egypt and these were the children of God the bible says that Balaam the prophet had so much prophetic unction, his eyes were always open in the spirit. But when Balaam went to inquire of the Lord, the Lord said, do not go with him because these people are a blessed people. Don't go with him. But because of the honor, the entourage, the money, the gifts, the honor that was placed before Balaam, Balaam went again to ask the Lord again because in his heart there was a battle. Whether he should obey God or he should obey man. Whether he should obey God or obey mammon and the callings of material things. The Bible says, Balaam went to inquire of God again. Now, for a man who always hears God and knows the voice of God, going to inquire again was an attempt to change God's verdict, to change what God has said. You know, when you meet a person and he tells you no, and then you go back again, it's an attempt to get another answer. And the Lord, out of his permissive will, that is why it's very, very dangerous when you've asked the Lord something and he has given you instructions. But you have something else in your heart, a lot of believers most of the time. You have something else in your desire. And so you keep on pushing and praying, bringing what you want before the Lord. At some point, he will keep quiet and tell you, you, you may even begin to hear, go, go and do it. So the Lord told Balaam, go with them. But while Balaam was on the way, the angel of the Lord appeared to smote him. So much so that 
when the ass that was carrying Balaam saw the angel, it stopped moving. It began to struggle. So Balaam was in a battle with God. And this kind of battle, it is dangerous if you win it. When the angel stopped the ass and opened the eyes of Balaam to see, Balaam repented and said, Ah, I have done wrong. And God said, Now go with them, but say only what I ask you to say. There's a battle always. The Holy Ghost is telling you something. But you, you want something else. And so you begin to push your own desires above the will of the Holy Ghost. That battle, that battle it is dangerous if you win it. Because the moment you begin to know that you have won that battle against the Holy Ghost, is when he stops speaking to you. It's when he keeps quiet about the matter. He has told you this is the person, but you, because of your desires, you have a list. Our ladies, you have a list of the kind of man you want. You have itemized it. He must have broad chest. He must be tall. He must be fair. He must have beards. He must have a car. And God is showing you one secondary school teacher and you said no. And so you keep on praying and fasting, countering what the Lord has said to you. That is a dangerous battle to win. Do not try to win such a battle. How do I know this? Saul the king stood before God's people and Samuel was delaying in coming. The people were waiting and ready for war. Saul was a king. He wasn't supposed to make sacrifices. But in his heart there was a battle. Should I follow what is laid down, the laid down precepts of offering sacrifices? Should I wait for the prophets? Or should I do it so that these people can feel that I'm the king? So that I can be honored before their face? Because they were waiting and he looked as if he did not have control of events because he was waiting for another man. Sometimes because of what the Holy Ghost tells you, he says don't move and it looks as if you don't have control over an event. And people are calling you, sir, what should we do next? What should we do next? And you are afraid or ashamed to tell them, hold on, do not make a move. Because they will wonder if you are in charge of events. So you move to do something to please the people. Saul moved to do something and he won that battle over his heart. He won that battle over the beating of the spirit. By the time he was done with the sacrifice, Samuel came and said, what have you done? What have you done? What have you done? And he was giving excuses. He said, you were waiting, you were delaying and I, I needed to do this thing because the people were waiting. Samuel got really angry. He was about to leave and instead of Saul to beg, because when you begin to win the battle against the Holy Ghost concerning his leadings, his dealings, his directions in your life, pride and arrogance creeps in. And Saul turned and held on the garment of Samuel and the garment tore. He held him and said, honor me before the people. He didn't even think about God because it was now his intention. It was what he wanted to do. And Samuel said, the way you just tore my garment, that's how this kingdom has been torn away from one more scriptural reference do you remember that there was a battle in the book of kings the bible talks about a young prophet and an old prophet this young prophet had been sent by god giving instructions on what to do in that city he went there there were mighty miraculous moves the king stretched his hand against him his hand was withered he destroyed the altar and scattered all the idols it was a miracle crusade god told him do not follow the same way you went do not eat do not drink and do not even rest just move the same way do not follow the same way you came and do not 
Do not just come back once you are done. Straight back. And the young prophet was in the verge of obeying that instruction when the old prophet caught up with him, resting under a tree. In this kingdom, we thrive and we rise by obedience. Some of you might be fasting and praying for years, and all you need to break out is one, just one simple obedience. But because you have won the battle against the Holy Ghost to do what is in your mind, suddenly you are stagnant, you are at one point. Will you go back to the Holy Ghost and beg him and say, what did I not do right? Talk to me. Now that young, that old prophet battled with the young prophet. And in the heart of the young prophet, it was, should I obey God or should I obey this prophet? That was the battle going on. And at the end, the young prophet won the battle over the Holy Ghost and says, I will, let's go, let's go, let's go. While he was eating, that was where a prophecy came against him that he would be slain and dogs would feed on him. Child of God, there's a battle you must not win. There are good battles that you should win when you are wrestling for a change of identity, a change of name like Jacob, a change of, 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 of garments. But this battle against the beating of the Holy Ghost, against the directions of the Spirit of God, against God's dictates for your life and His choice for you, when you win that battle, you can be frustrated for life. Things may be going well. You may get the money, you may get the car, you may get the job. The Holy Ghost has told you, I'll give you a job. But because you cannot wait, your friends and everybody, they are, they are already riding high. And you decide to compromise. And you fought with the Holy Ghost. He was telling you, do not go, do not enter that place. Do not make that move. Do not touch that unholy thing. But you battled and battled until you won the war. And you did what you wanted to do. That is how people lose the voice of God. That is how people lose the attention of the Holy Ghost. Wherever you are listening to me from, you want to say, Lord, I'm sorry, I've messed up, I won a battle against you, Holy Spirit, and my life is at this stage. I am sorry, have mercy upon me. Oh, there's a battle I must not win. I want you to pray. Let us pray. Pray with me, pray with me. If there's any battle, oh God, that I won against you, Holy Ghost, when you were directing me, when you were leading me, when you were instructing me, when you were, you were rebooking me, but I felt... I was right. I felt I knew what was better for myself. And I've gotten to a point of no return and I'm in a fix. Jesus, have mercy upon me. Come on, go ahead and pray. Wherever you are listening to me from, if you are not born again, then it simply means that you are constantly, constantly going on the path that pleases you alone, not the Holy Ghost. I want you to say after me, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I believe you died on the cross. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe that God raised you up on the third day. Deliver me from darkness. Bring me into your marvelous light. Save me and give me grace to live for you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. If you just said that prayer, send me a message on WhatsApp, on Facebook. I want to congratulate you and guide you in this glorious path. Wherever you are right now, you've just finished praying. I pray for you now that the Lord show you mercy and the Lord visits you again. Listen, listen, listen. Something happened to Manoah that was the father of Samson and his wife. Do you know that the angel of God visited, but Manuel was not there. But they cried and begged again that he should come again, and he came again. Listen, if you have missed it, you can beg him to come again. The Bible says that Samson, after his hair had been shaved, 
the Bible says, he, how be it, after he had prayed, the Bible says the hair of Samson began to grow again. That voice of the Holy Ghost can come again. The instruction can come again. The, the, the guidance of the Holy Ghost and his leading can come again. Although it has been withdrawn before, but it can come again. If you are ready to repent and ready to listen to his voice, the Lord bless you. Sick in your body, rise up, you are healed now. I command that tumor to dry up now. I command that pain in your neck. I command it to disappear now. I command that flu, that flu, let it stop now. The noise in your ear, the movement in your body. I command that hot sensations moving in your body. I command it stop now in the name of Jesus. Be healed, be delivered. I decree now let your doors open, let the heavens over you be opened, and let there be a testimony from your life today. In the name of Jesus, you are blessed this week. You are blessed when you go out and when you come in. The Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. And may he give you peace by all means. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I'd like to hear from you. Send me a message. Let me know what God is doing in your life. Share this audio to as many people as possible because they will thank you for it. God bless you. My name is Rafael Agadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. Thank you for joining me on Fire for Today. Remember, do not be afraid. Only believe.